Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where's this guy jumping the line in a Ferrari just shooting guns out the window saying, no pussy in a blank check. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he needs to be stopped, but we just don't have the power to do it yet. The legal, <laughs> the, the legal ability to stop him from doing it. Boys here, the internet's number one pro police state podcast returns to ensure you are complying. I am the father of justice, Peter O'Donohue, and I am joined by I'm a drug addict trapped in a single building, Ethan Palmer. Uh, here's James. I just I, I don't make the rules, but I sure follow them. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a white guy thing to say to a cop. <laughs> Uh, as we welcome new patron Shedrick Young to our little mega city here by the sea, I also need to thank old, possibly oldest patron Saucy for the 2000 AD request, uh, with backup from real world friend of the show, Martin Proto Liss, uh, who was on our fear episode like a century ago. Jeez, there's something yeah. I do not remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back I remember, when we did collabs without clout, it was just, you want your friend who loves this game to come on? Like, sure, man. Can you make yeah. it to Jamie's basement? <laughs> I remember doing that episode. I do not remember the guest at all. I just... Yeah, he called in from Toronto. He's not a Montreal guy. So oh. We had him on your TV. That was back uh, pre-Zoom. We invented Zoom. And it was just, we had him in as like the conference guy. Damn, was I even there, man? I, never mind. We can look into I don't this know. later. But yeah. <laughs> the only person I can guarantee was there was Martin. Look, <laughs> I have no right. idea. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we're, I'm generally going to just call it Judge Dredd because that's uh, what we most people know it as. The actual series is called 2000 AD. If you guys want to bring up one of the covers there, it's uh, this is an 86 copy. It's very like 80s camp. Uh, and I've got some panels in there to show you as well at some point. So. I mean, it's all very like G.I. Joe, like, like shoot him up. And then there's one character who looks like a who from Dr. Seuss. You know yeah, what I mean? It, yeah. Very strange. I think one oh. of these characters is called Strontium Dog. And I was really disappointed to find out that wasn't a radioactive super dog. It's one of these like <laughs> people is Strontium I mean, dog. I really like the tiny blue gremlin with like the, the giant wrench. Just gonna say that the he's little blue guy—he almost looks like a pirate down there. Look at him. He's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he's got wow. a bit of the pirate hat. Yeah. yeah, I have a brief aside about that guy actually. So, um, but before we get into it, are you guys familiar with Judge Dredd? Have you seen Dredd, the very good action movie, or possibly the Stallone one, or by some miracle have read the comics? I've seen Dredd. Yeah, I think I saw the old one. Is there another like robot like? Robocop. The law. Yeah, well, that's, Robocop. That, 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 yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty on the nose. But I think I remember <laughs> Judge Dredd as well. Does he have like a law catchphrase or something? He says, "I am the law." Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I have seen. Does he have I a have law seen. catchphrase? 
<laughs> yeah, officer, whatever. Fuck you. Hit me with the catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am the law is his is yeah. his catchphrase. It's his slogan. Yeah. yeah, it's like you have to read the Miranda rights. You also have to say your catchphrase or else it's not a real yeah. arrest. Yeah, exactly. precisely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, so I myself have seen Dread, the action film from 2012. It's fucking great. If you want some great practical action and some great violence, uh, it's a fantastic film. And you don't need... I didn't know there was comics. Gonna be real. Um, when That's I saw a, that movie... I, just, I guess that there's comics. Yeah, oh, Jay, exactly. Jamie, Jamie's gotta check on his ribs. It's been 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm closing my door because my AC's off and the damn oven's... Oh, the oh, that's so true. Fair, yeah. fair. And your dog will get in and eat more like old meat. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah. And then, and I haven't seen the Stallone movie. So there is an 80s movie uh, with Sylvester Stallone where he plays Judge Dredd. It's notoriously bad. I know about it through the Nostalgia Critic. I've never actually seen it. Um, One of my best friends growing up was a huge fan of the movie. Huge, huge, huge fan of it. Yeah. But that's like, I, I wouldn't trust his opinion on movies, to be fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> but like, I tr- like, I trusted his opinion on movies as a twelve-year-old. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that his. I'm not sure that his opinion didn't outgrow the that, but I'm not sure that it did either. You know what I mean? You don't want to risk that. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But he's uh, still. You know, he might still be a twelve-year-old in in terms of rating movies. And he was a twelve-year-old when he told me that Judge Dredd was good. Man, <laughs> ju- probably like whatever type of movies you're into when you're twelve, like that'll probably last most of your life. You know what I mean? It's like the music <laughs> you liked in high school kind of stays with you forever. I still it's love like, Lord of the Rings, right? I watched yeah. Return of the King on two VHSs a hundred times, right? I Dude. guess I also loved like. There's a lot of movies that I loved, which I would i'm sure i would not like now like the italian job reboot i'm sure is like very mid in hindsight like i'm sure there's so many movies that i really love which don't hold up you remember like swat with ll cool j i've seen the cover i'm by i loved i loved i loved all that like oorah you know we're we're the military we're the we're the cops obviously <laughs> pretty leftist now yeah i was gonna uh, say well uh have i got a cop propaganda episode of this for of the uh, lore um, boys for you i do want i do want to shout out uh shedrick young before I, uh thanks for joining the patreon before that in we the get script. <laughs> oh, well you've been talking for freaking four minutes already we got judge dread yeah, don't cut the blue wire i did the shout out um and the other one is funny you guys mentioned the little blue man on the cover there uh that is rogue trooper Uh, and that was speaking of swat and things i saw at blockbuster rogue trooper was a game that my buddy's younger brother rented from blockbuster once normally we would ridicule his choices but this time we actually had a lot of fun with it. If you want to pull up the cover, it's been remade. It's on PS4. You're mistaken. We're looking at the blue guy to Rogue Trooper's right, like off his right arm. There's a little guy between the legs of another guy. Oh, damn. I would have missed. I missed that. <laughs> Holy like shit. A, there is. Yeah, there's another little gremlin guy. It's uh, like the Led Zeppelin skeleton. No. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Led Zeppelin skeleton. Looks like that. Check mm-hmm. out 1986 annual 2000 AD light years ahead cover if you're interested in that. And if you don't want to look for it, you just want us to find it for you. If you're a Patreon, that'll be in Discord. But, be in Discord. Uh, yeah. Man, this like Rogue Trooper box art though, like when you're like, there's a game for it. I was like, yeah, sure. There's a PlayStation game, whatever. Not a PlayStation 4 game. That's not what I, that's not what I was picturing. It is the remake. We rented it on the first Xbox. This is as a, far a, as I recall. This is a, a blue guy, jacked all hell, uh, no shirt. He, and he's got a gun he's got combat fatigues he's got uh <laughs> shoulder harnesses with grenades strapped to each one right above his bristling pecs 
it breaks. It, he does beg the question, why no shirt? This guy is like if he lived on the Avatar planet, but he had a really tiny linking tail, and he was so. <laughs> 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 this guy would. Yeah. Need a, this guy would wear rock a tactical kilt in public. Yeah, this, this guy's got a lifted truck for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and he doesn't. He doesn't use it for mudding. You know what I mean? He drives around the city with it. You know, like when he sees like people at a at a cafe or a bistro, he makes sure to like rev his engine extra loud. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a tactical shoulder uh, flashlight, which, uh-huh. which he uses like when he really doesn't need to. You know. So I guess but, to be fair, he doesn't like the original on the original cover or two. I'm like looking at it now. Yeah. He they were like accurate to it, but it's the like rogue it's, troopers are like a clone army. It's literally just an army of dudes who look exactly like they couldn't clone him a shirt. Jesus. Damn. Um, Why would you? If you could just eat. He, all he needs is a gun and pants. Yeah, like, clothe him a pair of pants so he's you know right in the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. uh, and then, huh. and then send him to war. As if they couldn't uh, just get those. They have to like, oh yeah, these yeah. are lab grown pants. It's, Dude, the it's, only JC that created this guy is James Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some would say he's more influential. The, um, the, I mean, sorry, I was just gonna say like he's he's shirtless in both the original on the original cover art and then on this PS4 game. Yeah, um, but it it is not out of place for the 1986 action hero to be dressed like this. You know what I mean? And then sure. to see it on a much more modern, you know, CG rendered box art for a PlayStation 4 game, it looks way more out of place and ridiculous hey, look, now. When you're doing yeah. an adaptation, you work with what you got. Right? I guess. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, the fans and you would got be two, an uproar two if beautiful they gave- packs rogue guy or rogue, rogue trooper Tro- himself john <laughs> rogue trooper in the in the woke reboot has a shirt on i don't fucking think so dude are you kidding <laughs> anyway a little real life lore before we get into the fake life uh 2000 ad was created by comics writer john wagner and artist carlos Escara. i'm sorry if i said that wrong uh wagner is a british writer born in pennsylvania and my condolences. And Escara was born in Spain. Um, both these men are still alive. So if you guys are still out there and listening, thank you and uh, crunch at us. Um, 2000 AD was apparently chosen as the title since the publisher IPC only wanted it to be created to ride the hype wave of the comics in the 1970s. So it started in 1977. So basically they were just like, this isn't going to last. Give it a name about some fake year, like the year 2000. And, like, no one's going to remember it after that. Yeah. <laughs> Y2K will have got us by then. Yeah, yeah. Like they were planning for it. The, the preppers in the 70s were just like, we just need to get comics out before the internet dies. And they're like, what's <laughs> the internet? Yeah. <laughs> like, our, our very last episode had a, a world-ending event in 1999. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Lavos and Chrono yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, obviously, people did not forget about 2000 AD. Uh, at time of writing in 2023, 2000 AD has been published multiple thousands of times. And that's issues, basically. This yeah. is like a manga at this point. Um, the source I found, I couldn't find a newer source. The source I found from 2012 stated over 2,200 issues had been published at that point. So it's doing well yeah. for itself. Which is, yeah. which is why I find it odd that they make one terrible Stallone movie and then one really good movie, and that's how most people know of it. Like, where are the thousands of people who are buying 2000 AD for 46 years? Right? Wow, yeah. So at first I thought you meant in total, that's how many they sold of a single copy, but no, they have 2,200 individual story little books. That yeah. They, okay. Yeah. Well, comic books. 
little yeah. comic book. Sorry, Darnell, I didn't mean to come off as diminutive there. A big, <laughs> big, big giant comic stupid book. little baby comic books for babies, Darnell. <laughs> I was surprised to find that he had not requested this one. I guess he's uh, he's into a different kinds of different kinds of comics. Oh, um, I guarantee you, he's read all every twenty two hundred. He at least knows about yeah. enough about it to put us all to shame. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and he's gonna uh, do it. Yeah, get in the get in the comments, Darnell. Yeah. Get in, the, and, um, get in the comments, put us on blast. One of the uh, running jokes that the editors of the comment have comic have had since probably the 70s and 80s is that the actual editor of 2000 AD is an alien named Tharg the Mighty. So they have like a fake editor. It's just like, well, what keeps it going? Basically, it's okay. just like Tharg <laughs> the Mighty is our editor yeah. is, is, as their explanation as to why it's lasted this long. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so like I said before, we are going to focus on Judge Dredd himself and the state of the world that he finds himself in, uh, or like how we get to this point, obviously, uh, since he's the best known and the longest running character. Judge Dredd started in the second issue uh, oh, okay. in 1977. So he's not, he says, uh, I am the longest running character. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His catchphrase. Yeah. Um, I found a really good uh, just two panels here if you guys want to bring this up and maybe play the characters uh because it's just a, a fantastic little bit of writing here good Oof. evening citizen crime blitz says uh judge dread oh P- no you can I... be the narrator come on oh yeah judge dread bursts into the apartment screaming crime blitz oh no sorry the next panel has has a narrated uh, as a narrated speech bubble that you're supposed oh, to Oh, excuse me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, I so start from the beginning. Uh, Let's start from the beginning. Theater of the mind. <laughs> Take, Take it from the top. Take it from the top. I got to get into character again. Sorry. Go for it. I'm not, not normally, no, so a, not now, normally a two-take kind of guy here. Now introducing Ethan Palmer as Judge Dredd. Okay. Yeah. Picture me bursting into a door. Good evening, citizen. Crime Blitz. Under Mega City Criminal Code Section 59D, judges may enter any citizen's home at any time to carry out a routine, intensive investigation. This ain't fair! Man! (laughs) Everyone is guilty of something, chub. Yeah! Just just curse, dude. Don't say that. (laughs) Just swear. So now, uh, once uh, again, if you want to hear us do the entire book of an all two, we do all two thousand episodes. Uh, uh, that's in the Patreon. No, it's not. Don't see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, uh, I, Find out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I say they are there. <laughs> Jamie always tells the truth. Ethan always tells a lie. Who's telling the truth? What you need to follow a link to our Patreon and pay us to find out. <laughs> I don't think that's how Knights and Natives work. But. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> linked below. Knights and Knaves, linked below. Um, this is funny. I didn't notice when I was writing this, but this is the second time we will start our adventure in 1999. So this is a big year for the Lore Boys episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to, in 1999. In a row. Who knows how many other times we've done it. Yeah, uh, I don't. Subscribe to Patreon to find out. The <laughs> <laughs> if you're but honestly just just confused about anything, just subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do your taxes? Subscribe to the Patreon. We'll do them for you. 
<laughs> Wait, I don't even do my own taxes. It's like, who the fuck are these people you're sending me? My dad does my taxes. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so in 1999, a man named Eustace Fargo is born with his twin brother Ephraim on January 9th. Um, and before you ask, yes, a lot of the names that are coming up here are completely fucking ridiculous. How someone writing a sci-fi cop comic is just like, what's a badass cop name? Eustace. Okay. That's like a pretty cowboy name. I don't hate Eustace. I thought you were going to say... Eustace Fargo? That's very cowboy to me. Hmm. Ephraim's his brother. Ephraim's pretty biblical, but I could also see a cowboy being named Ephraim. I guess so. I thought it was a weird one. Fargo's a good one. I only know Ephraims. I've never met an Ephraim. Only Ephraim. I've never met either. I don't think I've ever met either, but one of the... uh, One of the lords, the main lords in Fire Emblem sacred stone is named Ephraim. Oh, in the Philippines. I know that's what all the Ephraims I know are in the Philippines. I wonder if it's like a, a name that the Spanish left behind or something. Could be uh, yeah. probably, probably the sa- artist probably for, route, for this honestly. was Spanish. So it could have something to do with that. So go. Eustace got a degree in law. He was uh, from Harvard, got into politics, just like fucking everybody from Harvard. Uh-oh. And then in 2027 was appointed government special prosecutor for street crime. By wait, wait, president. wait, wait. This is 2080. I know. Why, why are uh, we in 2027 AD? Big year. Big year. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. He gets appointed, he gets appointed to just, Justice of the Peace. Uh, no, basically. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I, I, I remember the acronym, but I don't remember what you just said. I remember it's similar to German Shepherd. Uh, yes, <laughs> it is GSPSC. Okay, okay, got it. So that is kind of like German Shepherd, you're right. Gorgeous, uh, smiling person who cares. What yes, he sure was. Yeah. That's what yeah. cops are. You know. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so uh, he was appointed by then-president uh, Thomas Gurney. Um, and so the area at this point in 2027 between New York City and Washington, D.C. is a massive urban sprawl, which to me sounded worse than like the fucking... Uh, like atomic wasteland we're going to get into later on uh these sprawls would be formed eventually into large cities new york to dc was established in 2032 and is called mega city one which is the setting of the dread films and was obviously the first mega city built in the united states whoa new york all the way to dc is one city yeah isn't that far it's not like i mean it is far it's far for a city but like it's not like it's not like new york to California or Los something. Los Angeles or something. Yeah. Okay, right? wow. I don't, know, I don't big, know where DC is on a map. It's four four hours, so it'd be from like Montreal to Toronto. Okay, okay. For your so that's pretty big. Pretty big. Or Montreal to like this this side, of, an hour this side of Toronto. Yeah. Like to Whitby. To Oshawa. It is, it is absolutely big for a city. It would, yeah. it would swallow Philadelphia. And imagine if all that was just paved. Like at least between Montreal and Toronto, Maybe. there is essentially nothing except Did, uh, Kingston. Right. Do they do it like the uh, those idiots, <laughs> those fucking stupid idiots in charge of Saudi Arabia are planning on doing it with their line there? They're building a city that's just one big line. Oh God! <laughs> let's, let's just let's just choose a design that's like that makes any any two given points the furthest possible from each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's just never convenient to get to where you need to go. But there's <laughs> you can get a lot of different ways to get to different points on that line, though. You just add different manipulations to the outside of the line so it's like there's nothing on the outside of the line dude it's a straight line just one line well you have to stay on the one road you can't like take some bordering road and get in from the side so there's less traffic 
They'll probably you want to take a side that. road at Line City? It's just that's like a not, different, shorter line? <laughs> that's not on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you deviate from the line, you're, you're, it's getting longer, right? Yeah, it's yeah, but I since so we have so much stuff packed on top of it, right? Like all of our locations that we're trying to get to are close to each other in a downtown center. But whenever it's a line, there's like the things that are are needed are spread out, so people can get onto the line at different places, reducing traffic overall. I think these guys are right, man. I'll say <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's on the side of the uh, of the, the Saudis. Saudis. It turns yeah. out, yeah, yeah. I'm um, line build. This is this is super. <laughs> Shut up. This is uh, this is rem- I mean, the whole Judge Dredd aesthetic is very reminiscent of um, the city of Kowloon outside of Hong Kong, which I I think Pete, you watched the video that I yeah that I shared a while back. But uh, if you don't know what that is, look up Kowloon Walled City. It's like it's this a very cool history, and it is essentially this like hugely dense. It's essentially like a football field size or a soccer pitch size. And it's just like 14 stories high of like haphazard buildings all stacked on top of each other yeah. with like no roads, no nothing in between them. But just, yeah, Very, yeah the, uh, the, the like peach trees, which is the apartment block in Mega City one that dread the film is set entirely in is is like that taken to the extreme. It's a massive, massive building that like everything you need in your life is within one of these giant living towers, basically. So you just go to the it's, it, me personally, I'm much more whatever giant apartment pilled. Uh, because <laughs> you can just go to the sixth floor, that's grocery floor, and then you can go to whatever, the twelfth, and that's where you pick up your prescriptions, and then you go home yeah. on the ninth or whatever, and then uh, you never yeah, see the sun or breathe a single is- molecule of fresh oxygen. All these people driving in and out of the city, though, like, there's just not enough room, because all the locations are stacked. Where do you put the cars? Uh, where cars. Do you- no, yeah, who well- needs cars? Invest in public transit. You don't hey. need cars. Hey, is, yeah, who are you talking to here? I'm the only one here without a car. But, yeah. no, I mean, I, I just love that this is like a from a societal point of view. I'm pretty. Uh, I, I guess if we're going with all the, if we're calling everything being pilled, I guess I'm I'm public transit pilled these days. Oh, where I'm PT uh, pilled. <laughs> um, I'm PD pilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean it's it's like so funny that like the and this happens so often in sci-fi where like dense urban areas are always depicted as like this is like the the bad thing in the future when it's like no high density areas can actually be like really nice look at europe they do it really really nicely you know what i mean like it's just american ones american high density areas are shitty because we we carve out so much room for cars and like here's a building that is just parking spaces you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, yeah, you have to walk to the other side of that if you want to yeah. get to the grocery store, which sucks. But they were redoing the road outside, right outside my apartment, like twelve feet. We talked about it on the boat is mm-hmm. from my my window, and a, a part of that is they closed off half the road, and all of the traffic was operating on half of the other half of the road. Yeah. And I was like, imagine my lawn just jut out this far all the time, man. Like, <laughs> imagine, so nice. like, yeah, I could just like. You like didn't even need to go and... across the street to the dog park. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your lawn. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's a lot of space dedicated to cars for sure. Invest, invest so, properly in public transit and bikes. And then, you know, this high density urban area, this mega city one is like a good thing. It's nice. 
Oh, you know can you I mean? imagine judges like like bike cop judges? Where he's <laughs> yeah. like, like pedaling someone down, trying yeah. to shoot him with an explosive round. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's got like the, the fucking spandex and the the air the airstream helmet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like uh, Ethan was saying, I don't know how Lion City is going to turn out, but uh, like Ethan was saying, as an urban sprawl, crime, specifically gang violence, is becoming a more pervasive and more violent problem in the this concrete hellscape. So the president did the only reasonable thing in this situation that was to create special cops who could do basically anything they wanted and get away with it. Uh, this was branded as instant justice. All right. Um, so, like, this is the this is the creation of the proto judges. Uh, in the few years following this, armed gangs would eventually attack the White House itself and through jury intimidation manage to avoid jail time. So special now special prosecutor Fargo, Eustace, then proposed what he called the New Deal, giving him and his agents the power of judge, jury, and if need be, executioner. So of it's like, right. hey, they intimidated the jury. I've got an idea. What if we protect those people and just prosecute people without a jury? It's like, I yeah. can save 12 lives that way. Absolutely. It's, yeah. a, it's a jury of your peer. Uh, exactly. Who is, uh, <laughs> the, who is the bike judge with a gun? <laughs> Staring you down. They are the law. So the judges. Oh, excuse me. Where was I here? Um, since uh, since due process had failed, like I said, it was time to take a few rights away from people. Uh, so Congress, who notoriously are pussies who hate expanding the powers of law enforcement, actually refused to approve the new special agents. However, the anti-judge Congress people were all removed when President Gurney was reelected. Um, the judge. Yeah, exactly. the system works. Yeah, I would say for some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the judges, as they're known, uh, were first deployed in April of 2031, and at least in the beginning, only served as an upgraded police force. Uh, however, as we know in real life, uh, in re real life governments, of course, they really just add power to themselves a lot and very infrequently are just like, I think we've prosecuted enough criminals without juries, right? Yeah. We're just going to stop doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, right? Um, but yeah, anyway, so obviously with this, you know, this exponential power, self-power, self-empowerment rather, uh, only after a few years, the judges rivaled Congress itself. So at this point now, I don't, well, like, whatever. The, I mean, I would say they, they're more powerful than Congress because why doesn't a judge just be like, oh, that congressman is breaking the law. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. He's, he's insider trading. I'm going to kill him on the, like, the Senate floor sort of thing. Yeah, he's, got his, he's, he's got his headphones in yeah, while he's, while he's biking. Right, so uh, got to kill him on the center floor. Self empowerment always like means like training or like bringing the lower higher or something yeah. like that. It, it self empowerment never really meant uh, judges with guns just get even more power to me, but <laughs> yeah. but that's cool. Yeah, it is self empowerment. I guess. Yeah. I mean, hashtag girl boss. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, lower your weapons, or I will shoot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Thank you. <laughs> um, criminals who are arrested instead of executed would be sent to the ISO cubes, also set up by uh, Chief Fargo, which are stackable solita solitary confinement cells. Uh, there's an image of them if you guys want from a Judge Dredd video game that I didn't know existed. Obviously, I was playing fucking Rogue Trooper instead. Obviously. <laughs> way uh, I, I was walking we? downtown Montreal the other day and I saw an ISO cube basically they were doing work on this building but all the 
rooms like you could just see from the side it was all the rooms and there was like construction workers in there i was like that would be a cool like futuristic prisony thing and here we are now <laughs> jv, I, JV really does is on the side of the saudis he's just like an interesting place to imprison someone yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only there's a straight line <laughs> make, make them build me a line yeah. uh, um the, the cells from the video game, they're very uh, Lilo and Stitch, the prisons where the, the scientists who created yes! Stitch is held. Like, uh, yeah. just this wall with, like, one side is transparent, essentially, but it yeah. has these, like, different motivational slogans, like a hang in there kitty written in big, plain white letters. So, like, it has huh. crime does not pay written on one of them. It's like, <laughs> yeah. can you imagine? The motivational just, slogans. <laughs> stuck, just stuck in prison, like, crime does not pay. Thanks a lot, buddy. I'm already yeah. here. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Like, yeah, I know. I fucked it up. I get it. <laughs> the more I think of it, what is more civil than lining up? You know? Like, like it's so much chaos being in a crowd. Yeah. That's when crazy stuff... Like, like without, yeah, without, like, without the, the little velvet rope or whatever, like when it just happens organically, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, here's here's a thing that, that needs to... These happy people just happen to line up. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's society working at its best. And that's why you should build Cues. society in a line. <laughs> yeah, every cop should be able to shoot people who skip the line. Uh, yes, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Ethan. That's not going to end up in the out of context quotes channel at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like Ethan was saying, they consist of the ISO cubes are you know four solid walls, one with the door so they can get the food in and out, and then obviously come in for, <clears throat> to, like for scheduled beatings, presumably whatever. The glass wall is to, for the guards to maintain constant suicide watch, as well as show the prisoners that they are always being monitored. Um, this kind of prison is called a panopticon, panopticon. which is say. a real-world theoretical thing uh, made up by Jeremy Bentham, which we talked about on the Control episode. I was going to say, we've talked about it before, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. The panopticons where they keep all the spooky objects in uh, Control, in the oldest There you house. go. Yeah. There you go. Is that just like... Where a room where you can see everything from the middle of it's, a room, you can see it's a, all the. It's, the it's, exactly. it's a prison specifically where the idea yeah. was that you can see all the prison cells at once, but the prisoners can't necessarily see into your guard station, so they never know when they're being watched. So it's like yeah. the they're not going to commit crime when you know they think they might be getting watched, might be being yeah. watched or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a psychological torture prison. I mean. I say that as those words are coming out of my mouth, it's like, Pete, it's kind of all they are all are, really. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah I guess. <laughs> it's a, it's a particular, particularly creative one, I guess. It <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a very cheap one, because the purpose of the Panopticon is just for one guard to keep an eye on all those dudes. dudes. I, I, if, I mean, it, it's one of those things, though. It's such a fallacy, too, though, because I'm going to guess six out of eight hours that a prison guard spends on duty is spent looking at porn on his phone right I hope like so. what what yeah. else what else well, is he got going yeah. on? if you want to get into what's really happening those is that like those cops get tricked into doing one criminal act and then they're scared of being ratted on or they're just fully corrupt and oh, yeah. a lot of this stuff a just ends up happening yeah yeah you can just, you can just get what you want in prison actually well, yeah yeah i was gonna almost, say it's almost like for-profit prisons is like a really weird yeah. idea right well in the panopticon all you got to do is flash your shoulder light three times and they'll send you drugs around the circle yeah. you know oh, yeah like, <laughs> they'll, they'll, fig <laughs> they'll figure it out but yeah. um yes uh chief judge fargo also waged secret political wars through a friend of his from harvard named marissa pellegrino uh, so the obviously it, it one of the things i found funny about re like reading about corrupt sci-fi cops like so corrupt in the sci-fi world in the distant future of 2023, I'm just like, man, nothing ever changes. Like, they were writing about, this shit was clearly happening 
decades ago. And it's just like, yeah, we just write about it. It's like, wow, this is bad. Hope we <laughs> nothing changes. <laughs> I mean, of how, how do sounds we fix it? Real. Yeah. How, yeah. How do we fix it, Peter? Turn, can, turns can, out newspapers can, are owned by big corporations too, huh? Every same, single one of them, yeah. You're on the... That you're on prison. Yeah. Peter was on a jury once. He must know how to fix it. How do we fix the law? How do we do it? Uh, I mean, that, that, ju- that jury duty was very so- funny. Yeah. Give sociopaths a gun and tell them they can go kill anyone they deem to be breaking the law. I think that is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think All the right. man I acquitted should have been shot on sight. Yeah. <laughs> the name like dread is also like, so it feels like it has a negative connotation, right? Like if you dread something, it's like, Absolutely. yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's like, D-R-E-D-D though. It's just coincidence. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. it, it must be. It's, it's Dutch. Yeah. It I'm flower. <laughs> I'm judge anxiety and torture. I am the law. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Stanford prison experiment. I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Judge Flower? I'm, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm Judge Body Cam. I don't ever work. Actually, I'm on leave. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I work sometimes. Just never when crimes are happening. Yeah, yeah. Body, uh, body cam's not evidence anyway. It doesn't matter. Just because you can see it. Um, finally, the last thing that he set up was the Psy Division in the 2040s. Uh, the uh, second lead of Dread is, uh, what's her name? Anderson. And she is a psychic judge. Uh, so there are there are psychic powers uh, in this universe. And it was is, set up Is as, she on this comic book cover? Is she one of these no, freaks? No. No. I mean, she may be the woman. I saw... I saw is there a woman? I think so. It may have been a different picture. I didn't save. Sure. I almost saved you guys a picture of a girl, but I knew it would excite you too much. <laughs> just, we would just get it's, off track. So we're into focus. <laughs> no girls' picks in the boys' chat, okay? Yeah. Never. Uh. Um, of course. Uh, so basically, uh, the side division was set up as a subsidiary of the NSA, the real world government agency. Um, however, in this case here, the NSA was experimenting on children as a way to give them psychic powers. So it's like M- MK. So like, just like the real NSA. Did they do that? They just spy on people, don't they? Yeah, and give give psychotropic drugs to children in the hopes of unlocking their psychic powers. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to do it... Edward Snowden was just like, Obama read your emails, also your children are magic, and now he's hiding <laughs> in Brazil or whatever. It stands for psychotropic. If you're going to turn <laughs> your kids into psychics, you, it's better to do it before they can remember, you know? Like, a circumcision would be so, so like, hard to go through when you're all grown up. So if you're going to blast them with psychic energy, do it when they're really young, you know? And, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then just they, get a rabbi to do it while he's there. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's something that's go on the decline. Like, uh, kids uh, our circumcisions? age. Yeah, circumcisions. Of course. Psychic, ki- psychic kids? Of course. There was never any good reason for it. No. Yeah. I, mean, I guess if you have religious reasons for it, like, that's your business. That's between... What? Your parents and God, <laughs> not you. <laughs> but no. like, <laughs> I think it's because our robot law overlords thought that it was um, to make sure that things get stay clean, it's, and you don't have to have that conversation with the general public. You know, it's like it, I, I, their armpits are going to get dirty, so just cut their arms off. You know, they, they still, still get dirty if you don't wash them, even if they're circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's an executable crime. In the, in the real reason one. is that people stopped eating cornflakes. Oh, true. Oh, that's Kellogg. Yeah. Must have been. Yeah. <laughs> Look up uh, Ke- John Kellogg's Wikipedia page if you want that whole well, background. Yeah. <laughs> We've so talked I, about it on the show, I'm sure. Oh, uh, join the, join the Patreon if you want to talk about circumcision. <laughs> so, funnily <laughs> enough, uh, judges, it doesn't matter whether or not they had been blasted with psychic energy by a rabbi, judges were intended to be celibate. So, it did not matter what they were packing down there. 
because okay. a guy with zero pussy and zero accountability can be trusted out on the streets. Uh-huh. Of course, uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. sure. And oh. and uh, you know, a blank check for for taking heads for the law. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Check for the law. <laughs> no pussy However, and a blank check. Sign me up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JP just driving in a straight line in Saudi Arabia shooting guns out of a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, Judge Fargo couldn't live up to his own standard, having a sexually intimate affair with the ridiculously named Sequenta Tells. Okay, um, what, what, sorry, who does she tell? Uh, <laughs> well, she tells uh, Ch- uh, Deputy Chief Judges Solomon and Goodman, actually. Okay, um, there you go. At the time, Miss Tells was the vice chair for the Commission of Legal Reform. And she's like, Ow. what if we fuck these cops? Does that fix them? <laughs> <laughs> That's Laura Boy's <laughs> candidate, at least. Yeah. But they did get caught by uh, Deputy oh. Chiefs Gen- Solomon and Goodman. We're, we're, we're both we're willing to cover up the whole thing. Okay, uh, yeah. So they're right. like, oh, we'll just pretend like that never happened and keep the judges... A pure, the virginal image of, of a judge. Yeah, Same. exactly. Yeah. The stained yeah. glass image of a police officer we have up here yeah. holding holding the baby Jesus. This this feels like either, you know, some old science fiction written back in the day, just like just that wacky, or something Jordan Peterson is saying on the circuit today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it walks that fine line between like, this is something that Jordan Peterson, well, judges have to be celibate to do their job properly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been Xanax posting. There was like, ha- uh, happy birthday to the Muppet worm that lives in an apple on the on Sesame Street. And okay. it's quote tweeted by by Dr. Peterson. It just says, uh, fuck you. It was like, he's just out of cab and whacked out of his okay. gourd. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were going to say he just like retweeted that or tweeted that. I was like, hell yeah. Happy birthday to the, <laughs> to the Muppet worm on Sesame Hon- Street. Honestly, it, I if he heals himself and stops talking all this crazy shit about celibate cops, then I'll be like, yeah, good. Like everyone's got a path to redemption. But no, he is anti birthday worm. Like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. If you cleaned your room, then you wouldn't have worms in your apples. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm sure that apple's core is filthy and disorganized. Like yeah. judging its living conditions, <laughs> should be circumcising little boys' rooms so they don't have to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the government just rips the curtains down. They're like, that did it. <laughs> a moil shows up and takes your curtains with a little, a little special knife. He cuts your curtains off. Oh no! <laughs> I'm looking at my room. I can't circumcise my curtains. I'm right on the street here, man. Oh, no protection of my circumcised curtains. Pete, artwork idea, huh? Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Right. I was thinking of like the smallest little man to like four ten. He needs a stool. He's like, oh, that. He's in his late seventies. No, 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 we anymore. don't need to do the voice. Let's. Keep oh, thank going. you. <laughs> oh my God, Judge Fargo. However, uh, despite the fact the police offered to cover up the police, the, the rules he invented and broke, uh, he was so racked with guilt for nutting in November, he attempts suicide in twenty fifty one, but he left himself in a coma. Ooh. Solomon, seeing this as a chance to create a kind of a cop martyr, told the public that Farbo had been killed in a drive-by, justifying basically any expansion the judges could think of. At <laughs> least a crisis. There's this guy jumping in the line in a Ferrari just shooting guns out the window saying, no pussy in a blank check. I don't know what happened. <laughs> he needs to be stopped, but we just don't have the power to do it yet. The legal, <laughs> the, the legal ability to stop him from doing it. 
Man, yeah, it turns, out, it turns out we don't have any way, any recourse for somebody who shoots a gun. That's just that, that was a blind spot in the ju- justice system. We didn't have a law for it. <laughs> dude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no intercourse, no recourse. Blue lives matter, dude. He's <laughs> oh, <geez>, crazy. <laughs> God, that's a good one. Oh my God! Put that, put that on the on the sticker of the the Thin Lore Boys line. Oh yeah, back the boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you can't. Okay, never mind. Let's keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, I don't know what these people were expecting. It's like, oh man, the Lore Boys are doing an episode specifically about cops. Oh, this is gonna be oh. real great. Oh no. Yep. So, uh, Chief Fargo's recovery was slow. And after a long time of showing no signs of recovering, the deputy chiefs placed him in suspended animation, like a pack of sea monkeys, so just he could just leave for live forever. Hmm. Um, so, th- and they could also use his DNA for as long as they needed to create clones and a whole new breed of judge that we will get into after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, The cloning operation that I alluded to before the break was headed by Judge Morton Judd, which is a very hard name for me to say. Judge Judge Morton Judd. Judge Morton Judd. Judge Morton Judd. Judge Judge Morton Judd. Judge Judd. Judge Judd. Judge Judd. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Judge Judd. Judge Judd. Judge Judge, 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 Judge. So by 2066, the first two clones were produced and accelerated to the age of five years old. These two would be twin clone brothers named Joseph and Rico Dredd. Joseph being our one and only Judge Dredd. Right. Okay. They circumcise one and not the other. And I'll let you guys decide which one it is. They're selling it. You'll never find out. Yeah. No, the foreskin oh. fore will just slow him down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll let you decide which one is which. And then, like, they both have their gun out. One has, like, no casing on the top of the yeah. pistol. <laughs> I was going to say that the one guy would have, like, a way too big, like, compensating gun. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Oh, yeah. that, there he is. They so they named one after Mary's cock, and they named the other after like a crime act in the states. Rico, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they take down a politician. Mary's yeah. cock, yes. <laughs> that's how they took down the mobsters too, right? It's like Rico is like you're able to. Yeah, they you did can, it in the Dark Knight, and that's how they're doing yeah. it now with uh, T Dog Trump dogs that uh, like got Rico charges against. Yeah. It's the only way you make powerful people be accountable. Yeah, so. well, it's racketeering and corruption, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we're here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, after the cloning operation, it would proceed, obviously. Uh, Morton Judd would eventually go crazy and start talking about replacing American citizens with placid, law-abiding clones of themselves. Um, <laughs> this is the cop's dream, 
obviously. <laughs> obviously. But this was too far, even for a now reawakened Eustace Fargo. So he was like, you guys really took my no accountability and ran with it, didn't you? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like, oh, yeah, well, of course we did. Uh, and after a failed assassination attempt against Fargo, uh, Judd would flee Mega City 1. Uh, so it's just, he's gone now. Judd is uh, our, wait, no, he's not the two clones. Judd is, who's no, Judd? Joseph and Rico. Uh, Judd, oh, okay. Judd, Judge Judd, obviously, is Judge the, Judd. The, the chief scientist judge who spearheaded the cloning program, who created Judge Dredd and, and Judge Rico Dredd, Judge Dredd's brother, created by Judge Judd. And they're, they're clones of that Judge Judd, right? They are clones of uh, Judge Fargo, Chief Judge Fargo. Judge oh, excuse Fargo. me. Okay. Yeah, they he took, was in suspended they took, animation. They took his seed while he was in a coma. They took his foreskin while they had, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> took his curtain. Like, like a magnetic prison, curtains, like yeah. rotating like the sour ball from the Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> uh, the brothers. It's like, do your curtains match your drapes? There's like no drapes. <laughs> 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 just a little cut at the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. just, yeah, the the, the yeah. curtain rod and the rings are still there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The brothers Dread would go on to show their competence and qualities during the Atomic Wars of 2070. Um, much of this is maybe seem, seem a little cliche at this point from like our perspective, but like we need to remember that 2000 AD started in 1977. So Mad Max and Fallout come afterwards, and like Fallout is openly referential to every like apocalyptic thing that came before it right like it has reverence yeah. for this kind of stuff <clears throat> excuse me um the setup for the atomic wars was the election of 2060 where president harvison and vice president robert booth were elected in a landslide their campaign focused on anti-american sentiments from around the world so very much you know bringing home america first shit like, we're, it's so we're funny running on, we're running on a fire more nukes platform basically uh-huh. yeah <laughs> Um, Vice President Booth claimed that many other countries were simply freeloading off the USA. I think the final image I have here is of President Booth. He looks exactly like you'd think. Yeah. They're, they're still uh, still electing decrepit white men in the 2060s, huh? I can't believe it. Yeah, well, he was, he was elected recently from our perspective and is just still there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> decrepit white men. Uh, that would be a good name for like a ska band right decrepit white man <laughs> yeah i think that'd be pretty good uh so this made the country's international partnerships even worse than you could imagine they were already bad but booth being the ex-governor of texas also rallied against coastal cities and their elites can i nothing can, fucking changes can i just say i'm not what do you know when this panel was printed because it looks older i guess uh no, this was just the display picture for his his page. I did not go to the source for this one. It is okay. it, it does look older. It may just be the color style, but it is weirdly prescient depending on regardless how it have how like much it's aged, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the the um I just typed 2128 into Google like that was going to <laughs> that was going to hit me anything. Or, or yeah, give me the hints. This is 2019. Okay, yeah. So this was. I was gonna say there's like some very Trump tones to what he was saying. Like yeah. his his slogan seems to be "Take Back America," but this was post uh, Trump presidency. So yeah, yeah. Sense. Like I didn't know because of course re- uh, researching and writing this, I was like, man, nothing changes. So I yeah. would have totally believed this was just from the past and just recycled into culture. 
that yeah. way. I, I just recently listened to like a long po- a comedy podcast on all of the U.S. presidents. And there's been pre- – I can't name them right now, but there's been presidents like Trump who kind of just like say what they mean or like say what's on their mind like instantly. Uh, yeah. Say they're looking out for at home. They kind of like just don't use pol- politician speak. So then yeah. people are like, oh, well, you must be a good guy. I trust you. Yeah, exactly. Reagan, yeah. Reagan did it. He was so – I mean Reagan was yeah. also like handsome and an actor. So he got away with a lot of shit. But yeah, and it's very much yeah. like – and a mon- friend of the show, Ronald Reagan, a monster. And, and the reason uh, the market's about to crash again. So, turns out Reaganomics doesn't work. Turns yeah. out just pulling all the money at the top doesn't help the people at the it bottom. Who knew? Over, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Frag. Uh, now, the sensible thing to do with a man named Booth would be to keep him as far away from an American president as possible. <laughs> but in 2068, uh, this was apparently not a sensible time. Booth manipulated the election computers through the power of the 25th Amendment, the real American law that the vice president uses to become president, uh, either if the president is dead or temporarily, like, out of commission. So I know, like, president, like Richard Nixon or something was president for 80 minutes before he was actually president, because whoever he was serving under was, like, in surgery. And should the Russians attack while he's under the knife, they need a president active, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing I found funny about this was just like, oh, fuck, well, Mike Pence, turns out the vice president can manipulate the election. Look here. <laughs> just to make himself president in gas. Yeah. <laughs> so over the course of 2070, U.S. forces began occupying various sites all around the world. This happens in real life constantly as well. But mm-hmm. when the leaders of these sovereign nations protested, the now clearly insane President Booth threatened that he would nuke the entire planet if they didn't back off. The judges had been called to the White House and discussed how this was going, again, way too far, and they even suggested the judges waging a coup against President Booth. However, when they arrived, they found that all the white fish, uh, the white fish, the White House staff had clearly <laughs> had, had been murdered and dumped into the catfish pond. All the white fish had oh. run away into the coral. <laughs> <laughs> and as an aside, because I know they have like some neat trinkets like some historical things over at the white house they have like the rose garden is very historically fa- famous they have the resolute desk i straight up was just like is this just a th- cultural thing that i wasn't aware of do they have like a catfish pond that they just need to maintain and i was just thinking of like joe biden in a bathrobe ankle deep in a catfish pond just like just <laughs> kind of slowly sinking in the mud just ah. <laughs> They're sucking on my toes. It's just like a bunch of fucking slimy-ass catfish. It's not a historical presidential thing. So, like, the Rose Garden or any of the other kind of neat little things around the White House, they don't have a catfish pond. Warboys Cannon, one of the the presidents in dread between now and 2060, installs a catfish pond, right? 100%. Yeah, (laughs) Especially because in the article, it refers to it as the catfish pond. And I was like, I guess if I read the comics, they would have been like... Oh, thank you for taking me out to discuss quietly near the catfish pond or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. yes, of course, Judge Dredd. Please, pet a catfish. When you, <laughs> when you think about it, too, being the vice president president and invoking the 25th to install yourself as president is kind of catfishing the nation, right? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, they should have seen this coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Booth was the first catfish? Like, <laughs> yeah, but Booth, Booth, ran, Booth ran as vice president with a picture of a, a sexy lady as his, uh, as the president. And then when she, <laughs> when she elected, he was just like, oh, she's dead. I'm president now. 
<laughs> that's a good strat. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And all, all of the speaking events that he was he was supposed to go to, like the whole campaign trail, he kept just like canceling last minute, essentially. Whenever, whenever all the people were going to vote for him, we're like, hey, you want to meet up? He was like, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I can't tonight. <laughs> I love the idea that someone on CNN just like texts candidates, like, hey, you want to hang out tonight? <laughs> like, What's up, baby? You up? Hey, Biden. Biden, you up? You up, gorgeous? Yeah. Biden. <laughs> He's just like, ugh, like one eye closed in bed. <laughs> so uh, foreign leaders didn't respond in time. So at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Booth launched all of the U.S.'s nukes at every country around the world. Nuclear-armed countries responded in kind with their own weapons, which made it past the U.S.'s crumbling defense infrastructure. Only the anti-missile systems of the megacities functioned properly, meaning the rest of the continent was blasted into just a classico nuclear wasteland. Mm. So that's why in the film, everything outside the walls of the city is just Dust. desert wasteland. Yeah. It is, it's because the only thing that still worked were the megacity uh, AMS systems. It's pretty similar, I guess, to the real-world analog would be like uh, Israel's Iron Dome, like a, like a hyper-advanced anti-rocket ah, system. Sure. That, yeah. 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 I, I, uh, never mind. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, right. Right. Cool. The Iron Dome is like the, the ultimate defense to circumcision. Yeah, exactly. I heard you say Israel somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm like, wait, am I strangely racist for saying this? But I don't mean that no. way. I'm like, it's yeah, their yeah. AMS system. You yeah. had it backwards. What, the, what they do, it's, yeah, it's anti missile system. Yeah. Um, so it's actually just like a giant cartoon arm with a little knife, and they circumcise the warhead off of the, the missiles <laughs> as they're on their way in. <laughs> they cut the warhead off. <laughs> Our, our nukes are more sensitive. <laughs> it's like 5,000 nerves. <laughs> yeah, like a regular warhead. It's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, the, the Germans are attacking. They're like coming down, and like the front of the warhead kind of peels back a bit <laughs> as it enters, re enters the atmosphere. <laughs> So the following day on June 13th, 2070, uh, Dredd had to experience his first judicial killing uh, when he had to kill a group of American soldiers who were trying to sexually assault a woman in Mega City 1. So he hadn't actually killed anybody until the judges were deployed in Mega City 1 post-nuclear attack. Is this movie okay. territory now? No. We'll stop, okay. before, we'll stop before movie territory. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's 2,000 um, comic books, Jamie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I just like I mean like Judge Dredd opening up on some guys who are treating a woman not right is a pretty good way to start the movie. It, I feel it, like I, it is like a theme in in Dredd, like the twenty fourteen one or something, right? Like there is a a woman that he's quote unquote protecting in that. It's been like ten years since I've seen it. Probably. No, uh, he's it's uh, Anderson's a rookie. It's her first day, so oh, okay, he it's the it, he's not protecting her. He's constantly just like call it rookie. And he like has her kill people for him gotcha. because like Excellent. her her first kill is in that movie, whereas his is thousands and thousands of debatably innocent men ago. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Eustace Fargo, uh, who again remember is awake at this point, had told his judges that Booth had rigged the election and told them that this was cause enough to remove him from office, since rigging elections is illegal. Uh, starting illegal wars against other countries on a whim is just like well. I mean, we can't start arresting presidents for something like that, because then we'd have to arrest all of them. That'd be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on this other thing. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Arrest George W. Bush? He, he's so quaint, an old man just painting at his farmhouse. Like, we can forget about the atrocities of the past. He's, yeah, he's a president. Exactly. Come on. 
<laughs> Another um, one of those presents from like a long, long time ago. He just like pissed someone off. I think it might have been Jackson. He like just pissed off the no. guy who counts the yeah counts. <laughs> it's someone who counts the votes in one of the states, and the guy just like made it swing the other way. He's like threw out some votes, and he's like, ah, I just don't like this guy. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. So hmm. it's been going on forever, even oh, into our, our, our dread I mean, future. Ever yeah. since man has had elections, right? There has yeah. been election fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, ever since circumcision, there's been erection fraud. <laughs> okay, I'm, I don't know. I'm stuck on this circumcision. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> I, some of those circumcision guys, bet, like, wish it was stuck on them, too. Yeah. <laughs> we're, stuck, we're stuck on the point. <laughs> so Booth fled to a military base in the Rocky Mountains, but was eventually captured and sentenced to a hundred years in suspended animation, again like sea monkeys. The thing that I don't know is I don't know how what are they conscious? Con- like are they conscious? That's, that's the thing. So I I couldn't find it. I don't know if you're conscious during because it's not really animation. a prison sentence if you just like wake up like you go to bed then you wake up 100 years later you're like, Dude, oh, it's oh, so shit, funny i feel so rested like it is like you have my script in front of you because i was like well what if that's the mind body like, eight problem. hours i was fucking asleep like what the fuck yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's the mind body problem if everything is like perfectly still i think if you just believe your thoughts are the firing of neurons in your head then you wouldn't think right because your brain wouldn't be firing to think like a thought is like is an electrical process you could argue sure, if, yeah, sure. yeah but mind body problem they do think there is something outside of the body what is the spirit the soul and maybe yeah. the spirit the soul is in in these in, these in, in hyper fast the, these hyper fascist like <laughs> like legal system that they set up here is like oh but the soul exists <laughs> yeah they're very yeah. they're very uh hippy dippy at the same we time don't, yeah exactly the, the one woo woo california thing that made yeah. it through the whole process yeah. was yeah. like judge judge dread is just like i am the law but like oh you like a like whatever mistrial whatever like out in the street he kills the yeah. wrong guy and he's just like oh bad karma like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dredd is running around just like icing homeless people like like in by the dozen yeah. and then like the, yeah. the one like politician is just like oh well we're gonna give him a much worse punishment we're gonna hurt his spirit ah, okay. yeah, exactly like, <laughs> not, when he's, not when he's conscious not in like a a tangible way but we're gonna hurt him while he's sleeping okay he's gonna have some yeah. bad dreams in there <laughs> it's like he's going around he's he's just like doing vibe checks on people like out and executing people who have bad vibes but it's funny this is exactly like a point i already wrote but it i think lord boys canon because again i couldn't go to the primary sources what with the 2500 issues of this there are given a lot of the commentary they've done thus far i wouldn't be surprised if you got to nap through suspended animation because that would be commentary on the two-tier justice system, right? You've got, like, a drifter who gets executed in the street, but then you have the vice president who nuked the planet. Would Again, it's just like, well, we can't get the president on that. That would be... Yeah. It's precedent. Come on, yeah. There's no bueno. Yeah. We need to yeah. give him a slap on the wrist. I mean, he's he's sorry for what he did, guys. Yeah. So he, when he wakes well, up, we'll slap well, him on the other wrist. That's yeah. two. 
<laughs> he won't he won't admit it, but he told me in private. Like he's really sorry for what he did, guys. So let's yeah. just, you know, <laughs> let's move on. You slap him twice on the wrist and he cries twice. The two-tiered system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of the mega cities, the world is obviously in ruin. Uh classic raiders and mutant armies run wild. There are mutant wars in the comics as well. Um, and then the judges are all kind of desperately trying to maintain order uh, through the through in their own way, you know, uh, within the the walls of the mega cities. And that is uh, 2000 AD. And uh, Judge Dredd. Uh, again, thank you, Saucy, for the suggestion, and thank you, Martin, for backing it up. I had a lot of fun writing this one, and obviously, we—I mean—we never miss a moment to make fun of the police. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was a, this was a really good time on this one. But yeah, um, I've been your host. Peter O'Donoghue, you can find me at Lord Boys Podcast on Instagram. Thank you, everybody, who continues to send us messages or ask about the games we're playing, because now people ask about that on Instagram, too. Uh, if you want to have a bigger conversation with more than just one of us, Discord is linked below. Um, Discord.gg. Discord.gg. Slash L-O-R-E-B-O-Y-S. Lord Boys. Uh, it'll take you right in there. We're, we're boosted up. We're, 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 we're living our best life. Get into our Discord server. Yeah, come come, come get a forklift and a bag of Sprite, and you'll be on your merry little way. Yeah, yep. slap on mm. the butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. Get which apparently we offer a whole bunch of stuff on there. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have to get set up now. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash. Yeah. Can we legally point. circumcise someone? I, they, yeah, I think so. They, they, they're I, just gonna size the side of paper, right? Yeah. Well, what it. are you a cop? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you you can get like ordained to do your buddy's wedding real quick, <laughs> but I don't know about that other one. The, the Church of Life ordained me to be to cut cut the tips of penises off. <laughs> uh, if you if you guys want to help the show, the best way to do so is to tell your friends or to to leave us a five star review on your podcast app of choice. It really does help the show continue to grow. Um, and of course, if you don't trust Patreon, we do have Lore Boys Prime, the service that we've always offered. We're offering a very special service to everybody who signs up for Lore Boys Prime this week. We'll come and trim your curtains for you free of charge. Yeah, so uh, it's a pretty simple service. The way it works is we're going to, the three boys, your boys are going to show up at your place, you know, have a couple beers for you, you know, uh-huh. just ready for you. We are going to put you, we're going to put you in suspended animation for like a couple hours, but don't worry yeah. about what, what's going to happen when you're in suspended animation. Then it's just a quick snip snip. I got and, some good your jokes. will be trimmed, you know? I got some good jokes ready. Like once we put them in suspended animation and obviously there's souls in there so they can see us. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll bring up the big garden shears. But I'll be like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so just kidding. Then I'll take out the tiniest little pruning shears and they'll be like, eh, yeah, you get it. <laughs> No, all, all our listeners have the big PP, right? I sure. Whatever kind they like, yeah. Surely, surely. Yeah, crank. Uh, I think that that would constitute a lore boys. Boys out. out. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.